You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 148. I'm your host, Master Weight Loss Coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I will be your coach and your guide to help you end your emotional eating and lose that extra weight. If you just found me, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. Here is where we talk about your habit of emotional eating, which is the main focus of all the work I do. This is where coaching meets psychology and psychology meets brain science. And this is where your problem ends, my friend. So get comfortable and get ready to be coached. And before we begin, I want to remind you that this episode of Weight Loss Made Real is brought to you by the Freedom Group. The Freedom Group is a monthly membership for smart women just like you who are ready to stop overeating from stress and habit and learn how to make more space for more happiness in their life. You can learn more about the Freedom Group in the show notes of this episode. Okay, let's get started with your coaching session today. I want to share one more thing with you before we get into our topic today. And that is a little bit of a celebration that I'm proud of and I want to thank you for. And that is that recently we hit over 2 million downloads of this podcast. That means that so many people like you have found Weight Loss Made Real and are benefiting from these little mini coaching sessions. Thank you for being a dedicated listener. I'm glad you found me, and I'm glad that I could be a part of your day. Okay, let's get into our topic for today. The question is, do you say to yourself, I just love food too much? Do you love to eat? One of the things I hear all the time from women who are frustrated with their eating and with their weight is things like, I just can't help myself. I guess I just love to eat. Well, of course you do. We all do. Eating satisfies our most basic needs for survival. It gives us nourishment. It gives us pleasure. It acts as a reward. But eating too much causes the benefits of eating to reach a peak and then sharply diminish. Not only do we not benefit from overeating, but as a true food lover, you're not really getting what you say you love so much. Let me explain. Have you ever said this, I just love food? Or once I taste something good, I need to keep going. Or maybe you think, why deny myself something delicious? You only live once. Food is meant to be enjoyed. I don't want to deprive myself of something good. These are some of the things that you might think or even say out loud. Not to mention, for all my emotional eating friends who are listening, you might secretly think that food is like or better than your best friend. But this emotional component, that's a discussion for another day on another episode. I want you to see if you could identify with some of the thoughts about how much you love food, good food, sometimes any food, and sometimes just the act of eating itself. Does food seem like self-care to you? 
like something you give yourself to help you feel good? Well, we are all wired to love the taste of good food, right? We do. It's wired into us so that we enjoy what we need to do for survival. If eating were unpleasant and distasteful, we would be in trouble as a species. If it weren't pleasant, we would have trouble being motivated to eat just to get through life. So eating is fun, it's entertaining, it's definitely physically gratifying. When you eat something that appeals to your sense of taste, your brain immediately registers pleasure. It wants you to get more, it wants you to keep going. So in order to do that, it lights up the part of your brain that tells you about pleasure and it's also perceived as a reward. You get a hit of dopamine and you feel good. But remember, when you think about pleasure that you want to give yourself intentionally, you need to pre-think it if it also might have some negative side effects. Too much of a good thing is too much. When you think about eating things or doing other things for pleasure, there is a limit to how much pleasure you will and should get from that thing. Well, what happens when you tip the scales with what you love? When you eat, you feel pleasure. We know that. And it's natural to want more pleasure. But once you have too much of that thing, there's a consequence. There's a price to pay if you keep going. If you're a listener, you know my definition of a treat or anything pleasurable is that it feels good before when you think about having it. It feels good while you're having it or doing it, and it still feels good afterwards. You also know that when you overdo most things, you reach a point of pleasure saturation and you start feeling less and less pleasure from that thing. This can happen from overdoing anything. The results that you then get are the opposite of what you want and need. So you pay a price for eating too much of even the most helpful food. Remember, we talk about foods not being good or bad, but some foods are more helpful and some foods are less helpful to you in your life. I want you to think about other pleasurable things in your life, a glass of wine or having sex with someone you care about, taking a great hot shower or getting a massage or other body treatment, maybe some shopping for something that you consider a treat for yourself, or going to a fancy restaurant and enjoying a beautiful meal. All of these things feel good when you think about them, right? They all feel good while you're doing them. But when you do them in excess of what you need or what your mind and body want, then there is a price to pay. We get the best hits of pleasure in the beginning of an activity, especially one like eating. But you probably think the more the better, so you keep going. But then you reach this point of diminishing return and you keep seeking out that jolt of delicious pleasure that you felt in the beginning when you first started eating, but it's harder and harder to get it back and feel it again. So what do you do? You keep eating and keep looking for the pleasure and it doesn't come. 
because you've already peaked. You've gotten all that you can get from what you're eating and you're not stepping back and seeing what's happening. So you innocently keep eating and eating and eating, never quite getting that pleasure you got when you first started. But because you're not stepping back and seeing what's happening, you keep going. At this point, I'm going to guess that you feel a little trapped in this habit. You're feeling out of control. Your primal brain is urging you to get more, more, more pleasure, but it's not there, not now, not from this eating experience. You've already soaked up all that you can. And when you seek this pleasure over and over and you keep trying to recreate that initial burst of good feeling, you will have an extra side effect of this way of eating. And that, of course, is extra weight. Now, maybe you have a limit for yourself, like an internal limit, and you cut off that overdoing or overeating behavior before you accumulate too much extra weight, but you're still not helping yourself and you still actually could be harming yourself. You're strengthening those brain pathways where your habits are formed and stored, and you're making it easier for you to keep doing those habits, even if you don't like them. Or with that wine, overdoing that will give you all kinds of results you don't want, and it may impact the quality of the rest of your life. Overdoing shopping will impact your financial security, despite feeling great and kind of almost high in the moment that you find something new and buy it. And there are other activities you may be thinking of where a little is a treat and feels great, and too much is too much. Sometimes what drives us to survive actually becomes a harmful thing. The drive to eat good-tasting foods, as you can see, is a survival mechanism that we all need. It's part of our species. It's necessary. But so many experiments have been done that show how highly pleasurable foods, highly palatable foods, can lead us to having a feeling of addiction, even when the substance being looked at is a food and not a drug, not cocaine, not heroin, but simply sugar or any processed food. This response to certain foods explains why, even though we know logically that too much of certain things backfires for us, our bodies and our brains are still wired to want as much of certain things as we can get. It's up to you to see what's happening and decide to be in charge of yourself and your habits, all habits. And here, of course, we're talking especially about your eating habits. Okay, so if this is important, why can't you see what's happening while you do it? In the moment of eating something, especially something sweet or processed, like a dessert or a snack food, your lower brain takes over. It tastes good, right? You get that message that you need to keep eating. Unless you think about this ahead of time, like we're doing right now in this coaching session, in the moment of you eating, you're going to be using your lower brain. Your lower brain is all about habit. So 
It just wants you to keep doing what you've always done and what gives you pleasure. In the moment, you're going to tell yourself that you're out of control. You can't stop, even though, of course, you really can. But it's you in your head talking to yourself, and it sure sounds like and feels like the truth. It feels so believable to you. So this is something that you definitely want to think about ahead of time. How do you do that? Well, I want you to step back and be honest with yourself. I want you to plan ahead what you're going to do and how you will deal with reaching that point of having enough and getting yourself to stop. The reason we plan ahead is that doing that engages your higher brain. So think about it. What do you want? What do you want your future to look like? What habit would you like to keep and what habit would you love to get rid of? And then imagine when will this come up for you? Decide ahead what your plan is going to be. And that might include thinking about how much is enough to enjoy without going over that imaginary line into paying a price that you don't want to pay. That's too high for you. Extra weight, stronger habit right? Even if weight is not your issue, we're still talking about eating drama and habits that you no longer want. So if we look at it this way, that enough is great and too much is too much, does this mean that you can't love food? You know my answer is going to be no, right? No, that is not true. It's okay and even good to be a food lover but you also have to know what enough is. And you have to have enough other things that you love too. Will they give you that same hit of quick dopamine that feels exactly as good as eating food does? Will reading a great book give you that rush that biting into that cookie does? No, but other things can still feel wonderful. They just may be more subtle. They may take more time to register. But if you want freedom from the lure of food for intense pleasure in the moment and then overdoing it and having regret and pain afterward, then you can love it in amounts and ways that love you back. And there is a podcast that we're going to talk about in the show notes about foods that love you back and how to have them in your life. So how do you love it and leave it at the same time? Yes, you have to choose. You need to love yourself more in the big picture than loving that immediate pleasure. All right, what does this require for you? It requires pre-thinking the situation of eating, kind of like a mental rehearsal envisioning what's going to happen and how you will handle it. I want you to know ahead of time that you will be stimulated to keep going, to keep eating. I want you to know ahead of time, what are the words that your lower brain's going to tell you? What will it suggest to you? Imagine how it will feel when you get that message that you should keep going, keep eating, finish it. You can't get enough envision all of that. And I want you to know how challenging it may feel to stop. But this is just the beginning. 
Because once you stop responding to that keep going message, that message will get weaker and weaker. And that's your goal so that you can love food. You can enjoy eating. You can get every little morsel of pleasure out of the experience, but you won't keep overdoing it. You know, I like to give you an action step because listening and learning intellectually isn't going to change you without you taking action. So let's talk about what you're going to do this week. I want you to plan ahead of time, higher brain, to eat something delicious and decide when you'll do it and decide what is a reasonable amount. Now, remember, if you're working with me here, you're still going to want to be hungry. So you're not just going to eat it just because you decided, but you're going to wait for a moment that you actually have room in your stomach. And then you're going to do it. You're going to hear your lower brain voice, that voice of habit, urging you as you're eating it to keep going, to get more, to not stop. When that happens, don't panic. I want you to step back, see what's happening. Call it what it is. Oh, that's just my habit to keep going. That's just my habit of telling myself, once I start eating this, I can't stop. It's not that I love it so much. It's just my habit. Know that you will feel pulled to obey the habit and keep eating. But once you see it, I know that you don't have to do that. I want you to let it go. Hear the voice in your head, let it go. Remember, you're in charge. Imagine how good you'll feel after eating whatever this delicious thing is and stopping after a reasonable amount. That is your goal. That is your action step. Okay, that's it for this subject in our coaching session today. You know what you need to stay focused on, and I hope you know what action step you're going to want to take this week. If you're enjoying these coaching sessions with me and you'd love to get personal guidance from me, join the waitlist for the Freedom Group. When we work together in this group, of course, you will lose weight if you need to, and you'll conquer that emotional eating. But more important than that, you'll lose the whole problem. You'll learn how to eat, how to think, and how to care for yourself, just like a natural eater does. So if you're interested in taking what you're learning from this podcast and taking it to a deeper level, check out the show notes where there will be a link with all the details. I hope to see you back here next week where we will continue to work on your emotional eating and overeating habits step-by-step until they both become something you used to do. Because I know that is your ultimate goal. So for now, this is your Coach Cookie reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real, just like you. And I will see you next week.